My name is Ed Peters, and I welcome you to another broadcast of What's New. We return today for one last study of our Lord's model prayer, as recorded by Matthew in verses 9 to 13 in the sixth chapter of his gospel. Today, our focus will be on the doxology found in some of the later manuscripts added to the end of verse 13. This doxology is found in all the Syriac versions, a Semitic language, and a dialect of Aramaic. It was the literary language of the early Eastern Christians, dating to the second century, although the Amen is not added in this version. It is also found in the version of Matthew's Gospel made for the Christians of Upper Egypt, possibly as early as the second century. This dating is about the same dating uh, given to the old Latin version, which does not record a doxology. It is found, however, in most of the later versions. Now, here, once again, are verses 9 to 13 of Matthew chapter 6, the model prayer given by our Lord during his Sermon on the Mount. And these verses read, Pray along these lines. Our Father in heaven, we honor your holy name. We ask that your kingdom will come now. May your will be done here on earth just as it is in heaven. Give us our food again today as usual, and forgive us our sins just as we have forgiven those who have sinned against us. Don't bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Sorrow. He is won the victory. Oh, we have the victory. Praise God, I'm free. 
Now, here with our study is Pastor Henry Harder. The model prayer which Jesus gave to his disciples would, we'd expect, include some important elements that we should include when we pray. There is to begin with reverence for God's person. Hallowed be your name. There should be commitment to God's program. Your kingdom come, your will be done. Everyone who seriously prays should be committed to God's plan, His will, and His program. Then we need to recognize God's provision for our needs. Jesus suggested that we include a statement something like, Give us this day our daily bread. That would be a recognition of God's provision. Then we should also include a statement that indicates that we have experienced God's power and forgiveness and that we forgive those who sinned against us. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, is what Jesus suggested. Finally, and I focused on this on the last two programs of What's New, Jesus urged his disciples and us to pray for protection against the devil. He said, pray like this, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Actually, those five areas are areas of temptation for all of us. We are tempted by Satan not to consider God holy, not to hallow his name. We are tempted not to be too committed to his program, nor to recognize that our provisions come from him. And Satan certainly tempts us not to forgive other believers but to hold a grudge. Now, those of us who are familiar with the Lord's Prayer, notice immediately that the last line seems to be missing in Matthew. We're used to a doxology at the end of the prayer. The words are, For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Even though those words are not in the best Greek manuscripts of Matthew 6, the words occur often in the Scripture, and they are true. And since we associate that sentence with the Lord's Prayer, I'll talk about it today. So the prayer begins with an expression of reverence for God's person. And accepting this last sentence, it ends with praise. Ours are times of tension in our world. It's hard to see how it can continue much longer. The crime, the global unrest, the rampant, unchecked immorality, the apathy, the confusion, things seem hopeless. But then we read these words from the Lord's Prayer. Yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Those are words of hope. In fact, they express our only hope. There is no other hope for our world. Yours is the kingdom. Sometimes biblical writers use that word kingdom to express the future. Finally, the bottom line is that God's kingdom will be. His plan and program for the future will come to pass. The paths of history are strewn with kingdoms that have come and gone. Hitler's Third Reich didn't last a thousand years as he predicted. Some kingdoms of the past held so much promise, promises of peace, security, prosperity, but all have gone because they are run by humans, 
But God is at work. The future belongs to Him. He has planned it. So, yours is the kingdom, gives us hope in God's program. Yours is the power, adds certainty to that hope. God has the power to realize the kingdom that He has planned. This world grasps for power. That's the reason behind so many of today's wars. Peoples and nations grasp for economic power, for political power, for intellectual power, for nuclear power. Education is supposed to solve it all, but it won't. Someone has said if you have a little boy who steals rides on a bus, give him the wrong kind of education. That is one without training in morality and spirituality, and he'll grow up to steal the whole transportation system. Education without biblical morality and ethics does nothing. It has no power to correct man's nature. Who can change that boy? Who can bend his will? Only God can. Yours is the power. Only God can change the human heart. So there's hope for the future. Yours is the kingdom. There's certain hope for the future. Yours is the power. Now that final phrase, yours is the glory. There's hope because that's God's final and ultimate purpose. Yours is the glory. What's your goal in life? Lives are often paralyzed by lack of goals. There are so many choices, so narrow it down to just one. Live to the glory of Jesus Christ. What a fantastic way to end this prayer. Your final sentence is something like this. I want my life to glorify you. That's the bottom line. That is the key to human fulfillment. Nothing less than that will satisfy the human heart. We were made for that goal. We were created to glorify our Lord, and only that will fulfill us humans. Everything else is too little. Whatever you do, do all to the glory of God, Paul said in 1 Corinthians 10.31. I have created you for my glory, God said, Isaiah 43.7. Peter writes that in all things Christ might be glorified, 1 Peter 4.11. Yours is the glory, a good way to close any prayer. So that's the model prayer Jesus suggested. Use it as a pattern. It begins with God's person and ends with God's praise. The Lord is
News, a radio production of Creative Encounters. Our mailing address is Post Office Box 848, Shafter, California, 93263, USA.